what the last 10 year financials tell about the company what is the intrinsic value of iex and how much growth rate is required to justify the current market price let's find out in this quantitative analysis welcome you guys to this channel business stars this is fundamental analysis series and this episode is all about indian energy exchange and this is a quantitative side of analysis we will look into 10 years of financials important ratios analyst forecast valuation of the company and shareholding trend seria status of the company which is passed in all complaint sticks sections a brief information about the company it is operating in power exchange industry and around 14000 crore worth business today and functioning from 2007 presently 152 employees are working in the company let's start the financials from income statement the last 10 years year on year growth sales numbers are increased at double digit and almost consistently increase but at 2015 it is dropped by 5% on checking the background during 2015 cers increased uh, charges to open access participants in some states so due to the regulatory change um, there is a decrease in participants and uh, volume on the ex platform so we can understand there is a business restrictions due to regulate regulations other than that uh, even during pandemic year 2020 actually the sales up 1% so company performed even uh, performed good even a bad situation last year sales are all time high so sales numbers are consistent and increase at a cagr of 12.8% in last decade and year on year net profit growth margin growth numbers are almost increased at double digit and consistent except 2015 drop by 2% cagr is 15.2% which is very good expense aside there is no raw material cost because this is service based business and the employee cost is just 10% of the sales in last year highest is 14% only in 2011 Uh, expenses uh, employee expenses almost tripled in last 10 years from 5% to 14% other operating expenses is uh, decreased from 22% of sales to 6% it's it looks like uh, most of the other expenses are fixed type irrespective of the sales growth operating expenses and other income this check is to understand how much the other income is contributing to the operating profit of the company so uh, because uh, consistent higher operating uh, other income is uh, not good for any business so in this company on average it is around 20% of the operating profit it is high in my opinion uh, less than 5 or 10 is a reasonable level in the balance sheet side uh, liability side there is no debt Uh, but account payable is around 37% which is yet to pay the pay to creditors and asset side they had they have huge cash and short term investments which is around 81% on the balance sheet so they can very well pay to creditors and a very small fixed assets uh, negligible amount and uh, so very healthy balance sheet i can say Uh, in the cash flow statement operating cash flow is not very consistent throughout the decade last 2 years is increasing at 
threefold. Uh, 143% in 2021 and 129% in 2022. This is mostly came from divestment plan of IGX. Comparing to net profit, operating cash flow in some years is higher than the net profit and lower in some years. No, there is no particular trend. Uh, spending on the capital expenditure, it is very low except only one year, 2018. On the year, company acquired trading software license from other company. So this is one-time cost, but which is also within the operating cash flow. The remaining ba balance is all free cash flow. That is very uh, a huge portion. Company can use this amount to reinvestments. Uh, that is for organic growth and uh, acquisition, which is inorganic growth way. Uh, they can buy back uh, own shares. They can reduce company's debt if they have any, and they can give dividends. As per company policy, 50 to 60 percentage of profit they will uh, distribute to shareholders because very low capital is required uh, for expansion. So all three statements looks good. Next ratios. In this section, we can understand company's performance. Uh, profitability ratio is measure the profitability of the company. It is an important consideration for sh shareholders. If you look at look into the operating profit margin, it is very high, almost more than 70 percentage in every year. And the last five year trend is improving. Uh, the, um, the last latest operating profit margin is 84.4 percentage. The net profit margin is almost more than 54 percentage throughout the decade and the last year it is even more than 70 percentage that means out of 100 rupees sales 60 to 70 percentage 70 rupees is net profit so that definitely very high margin business that's why we all love this company return on invested capital it is more than 34 percentage in every year and on last five years it is even more than 40 percentage so the return on invested capital is very high. Return on equity is more than 39% throughout the decade. The trend is even steady. Return on capital employed is greater than 41% in every year. In the last 4 years, it is even greater than 48%. Return on asset, it is in the range of 15 to 25%. Not extraordinary compared to other return, but it is even very good return. Return on asset mostly used to check the return in um, uh, the capital industry, uh, intensive industry. So overall profitability of the company looks good. Sustainability side leverage ratio is to measure company's ability to sustain its day-to-day -day operation in the long term. Uh, interest coverage ratio is, a, is an important one for sustainability. This company and more than 100 times to pay the interest obligation. So very healthy position. In any bad economic situation, company can pay their interest expenses easily. Debt to equity is it is zero. There is no debt. We know it. Liquidity ratio is to understand the short term strength. How quickly they can pay their short term debt. Current ratio last year it is 1.5 times so more than one time is very good and the quick ratio it is also 1.5 times so they can easily close their short term liabilities by cash and cash equivalents. 
no need to sell any short term assets to pay off the current liabilities efficiency of the management uh, how effectively efficiently they are using their overall assets to generate sales asset turnover ratio is around 0.25 uh, higher is better but it is uh, not capital intensive in business so we can skip this ratio for for this company company don't don't need to store anything as inventory for business operation so it is zero a uh, cash conversion cycle here all negative numbers it means they have huge surplus working capital money they collect cash from customers first but later only pay to creditors after a few days so they have surplus money to spend more in negative side more the better overall profitability ratio long term ratio short term uh, sustainability ratios every efficient uh, ratios looks very good and a few more key important ratios we can check number of shares it is it is general check at dilution point of view the adjusted number of shares increased significantly during 2015 to 2018 the corporate action for this change is some preferential shares are converted into ordinary shares and they uh, brought back some shares in 2019 it indicates whenever management finds the market value is undervalued then uh, they will buy back uh, their shares so working capital amount is all positive so short term financial health is very good on the net profit amount they use around 40 percentage for paying dividends in recent years and retaining 16 60 percentage profit retaining small portion is enough uh, for this low capex requirement business so uh, Uh, Pyotrsky score it is used to understand the strength of financial positions it is combined score of profitability uh, leverage liquidity and efficiency ratios so 9 is the best and maximum score and 0 is the worst and lowest score out of 9 the company score is 6 in 2022 the trend in last 5 years in upward direction ultimate z score this is to check the credit risk of the company it is also the combined score of profitability leverage liquidity and efficiency ratios uh, this indicates whether the company is headed for bankruptcy or not uh, more than 3 is considered good uh, less than 3 is likely um, headed for bankruptcy so we have to be cautious when it is less than 3 uh, for this company the score is 10.2 and throughout the last 5 years the score is more than 6 so it is it is in very good position book value per share is growing steadily in every year and uh, eps also growing at almost double digit for every year except 2015 and we saw capex spending is very low and comparing it to sales capex is mid single digit only on the other side free cash flow is more than 40% of sales on average so it is a cash cow business uh, comparing the capex to operating cash flow the capex spending is less than 8% only so 90% is free cash flow only uh, uh, okay overall in this ratio sections everything looks fantastic The next section forecast. 
I have taken the forecast details from ICIC direct July report for this company. Uh, sales are expecting to grow at double digit uh, 16% in 2023 and 22% in 2024. Net profit is also expected to grow at double digit uh, 13% in 2023 and 23% in 2024. So sales and profit forecast remains at double digit growth so very good. The next important section of the analysis valuation. Here we will calculate the intrinsic value of the business. I believe value of a business is determined by cash inflows and cash outflows in the future and discounted to present rate. Cash flow models are looking into future but we know only the past. We have to make some assumptions. Uh, that's. Uh, it is usually what is the initial value, what will be the growth rate and what is the terminal value, what is the present value of the future cash flow, the discount rate, these things. So for this company, we we will uh, when we look at the historical value, one year free cash flow is 751 crore, three year average free cash flow is 385 crore, five year average free cash flow is 260 crore. Oh, here I have taken three year average free cash flow. 385 crore as an initial free cash flow value and uh, historical growth rate for one year is 163 percentage three year 77 percentage and five year 30 percentage and seven year it is 36 percentage nine year free cash flow growth is 31 percentage so long term free cash flow growth rate is more than 30 percentage uh, during uh, past decade but I don't like uh, I don't like to take more than twenty percentage in uh, any scenario. Uh, so I have considered twelve percentage for first five years and ten percentage for second five years in conservative approach. For moderate method, fifteen percentage and twelve percentage, and for aggressive, twenty percentage and fifty fifteen percentage. I have considered and terminal value for uh, calculation simplicity. I just consider the I just consider. The company will be sold at 15 times the free cash flow at end of the 10th year. So discount rate is 12 percentage uh, that is risk free rate of return 8 percentage plus premium 4 percentage. For these assumed values the intrinsic value of conservative approach is 108 rupees per share. For moderate approach 129 per share. For aggressive method it is 171 per share. So I prefer to take the conservative only because we are predicting the future values. Our, con our assumptions may go wrong. So margin of safety point of view, if in case I have missed something, then at least the conservative method will give me reasonable uh, downside protection. I go with the intrinsic value 108 and at the time of making this analysis, the market value is 166 rupees. So it is overvalued by 1.5 times. Uh, more and more low price, we will have better margin of safety. So below 100 uh, is considered undervalued in my uh, opinion. So, okay, we got intrinsic value by, by assuming growth rate in DCF model. If we want to buy at current price, uh, basically to justify the market value, reverse DCF model to be applied. The growth rate should be 17.3 percentage for next years next to 10 years as per the reverse DCF model. Uh, comparing historical growth rate 
12 percentage is well under the past growth rate uh, even the growth rate seems okay uh, even um, earnings multiple ratio seems very high so it is currently around 45 times so my approach for this business a 10 5 to 10 percentage margin of safety from the intrinsic value is required or less than 12 percentage growth rate to be required as per reverse dcf calculation and at the same time p ratio should be below 25 so the business is overvalued at current market level moving to the next section shareholding Uh, this is not a, a promoter owned business it is professionally run business so no promoter holding uh, currently fia holds 20.8 percentage dia holds 21.7 percentage and retail investors hold 57.3 percentage the last four quarter trend of fias they are net sellers reduced from 37.7 percentage to 20.8 percentage the last eight quarter of uh, quarter trend looks like DAs are not a bullish side reduced from 36.6 to 21.7 percentage of course our retailers always bullish on this they are buying from 34.3 percentage level to 57.3 percentage level uh, for, uh, frankly i am not a big fan of this pattern um, anyway uh, to add some value to other investors research we have this yeah that's it guys um our qualitative analysis report is available uh, we have a welcome gift for you uh, download ind money app uh, fund 10000 rupees in us account and get 1000 rupees worth of tesla stock if you fund 5000 rupees you will get 500 rupees worth of tesla stock uh, we will see in another analysis until then thank you bye bye